everybody. Welcome to another episode of Mid-South Shines. I'm Mark Siegel, and in this episode, I believe it's episode number four, uh, we're talking to Danny DiCrescenzo. Uh, Danny D, the voice of Middletown High School South Sports. Danny took on the role of our football announcer, uh, does the play-by-play at our high school football games, and has taken over a role as the pep rally enthusiast. He's the one who gets the crowd up and running and runs the show at our pep rallies. So Danny came to me a couple weeks ago, heard that we're starting a podcasting booth, which I am currently sitting in. Um, uh, it's my office, but uh, it eventually will become our podcasting and uh, green screen room. But he said, we heard you are uh, doing something related to podcasting. I'd love to start a podcast. Danny is our sports writer for our uh Eagle Eye, which is a school newspaper, and uh, said that he was doing an, an interview with Ms. Barry, our so- women's soccer coach, and said this would be great if this was a podcast and me, instead of me having to write it down. He mentions this in the interview. So I said, Danny, this is great. Why don't you come in and be uh, one of our student uh, interviews and uh, I had you know mentioned uh, that, that I had done uh, an interview with Fiona McGuire a couple months ago and I'm like I was very excited to do that so I'm very excited to do this with Danny so uh, we had a great conversation during uh, one of our lunches t- uh, last week and so it's all edited and ready to go so I thought you'd have a great time listening to Danny and I talk about all things related to sports his background his brothers you name it we kind of hit the topic of it so uh, hopefully you uh, you really enjoy and uh, we have other episodes coming soon we have some interviews scheduled with a couple other student athletes who are very unique in the school so we're gonna give some nice creative innovative students doing creative innovative things around the school and uh, giving them a chance to have their voices heard and uh, you get introduced to them. So without further ado, episode four with Denny DiCrescenzo, the voice of Middletown High School South. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I've got like, I got three of them now. I got the announcer letter, the track letter, the basketball letter, and Hopefully, Kozak gives me the drama letters, and then I got four. That's pretty amazing. I've never, like, I didn't even, so they, they'd go to a place and have it, the announcer yeah. stitched uh, Beacon Awards in Middletown. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's very cool. They're very cool. Oh, uh, so, uh, so you're the, the, Danny D, the voice of South. Middletown South. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you had came to me and you said, I want to start a podcast. Yeah. And I said, well, I already kind of sort of dabble in podcasting. Mm-hmm. So I figured this is a way for us to like mm. have a conversation, yeah. talk in a podcasting type yeah. form. We can, I can answer all your questions. Uh, we can practice a little bit. Yeah. You can ask me questions, mm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So you kind of get a feel for what it's like mm. to like, podcast. Yeah. yeah. I already have so. like a good sports thing because I went to go watch the scrimmage they played, the basketball team. So yeah. I figured that's something I can talk about here is like a test. Yeah. I already have so. like a good sports thing because I went to go watch the scrimmage they played, the basketball team. So yeah. I figured that's something I can talk about here is like a test drone because it's only yeah. scrimmage. I'd rather, I'd rather write about like a hockey game or something more important in terms of my article, but this is like a nice little, it's a perfect conversation for something like this, like a test run. So let's start. So talk to me about what you were thinking about putting onto this podcast with the basketball team. Well, so I went to go see their scrimmage and if I was going to write an article about it or do a podcast about it, I'd probably talk about what I thought. And it was great because he had me do the stats. So I was recording okay. points, rebounds, fugal attempts, fugals made. And what I was watching, that they played Southern Regional. Southern Regional is pretty good, but like they're yeah. not, they're nowhere near like a short conference power. And we had a sluggish start, but after they got their footing, I would probably say that you know they got they were started hit they had started hit shots number one because I was looking, I'm just like wow, you know, 
Jet James is shooting good from three. Davis even hit a three. And then as the game went on, I noticed that the most prominent statistic I had to ask on defense when Richie would get a deflection because he has insanely long arms. And yeah. then Jack Sheridan in or James would pick up the ball. Tom Brown even got into the mix and then laid it in for a two. And I kept, I almost ran out of space for deflections because Richie gets so many of them and steals, which was crazy. And then they started not being able to score because they couldn't even get the ball up court. And then if, even if they did, if they drove, Bobby Peary was there to smack it out of the sky, smack shots out of the way. And I thought they looked really good, especially against a team like Southern that plays hard, but even though they're not the most disciplined team. Yeah. So they can, they could definitely squash teams that. Yeah, they they can squash teams that play with effort. We got to see if they can beat teams that have talent and effort so far. But judging off last year and this year so far, they look pretty good. So, um, oh, I had two questions that I wanted to ask, and they zipped right in my brain. Oh, so as you're doing the stats and everything, were you thinking about what you wanted to say on the podcast later? Like, were you prepping things in your head? You're like, oh, that was a great play. Yeah. As you're doing the stats and everything, were you thinking about what you wanted to say on the podcast later? Like, were you prepping things in your head? You're like, oh, that was a great play. Yeah. I definitely want to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, there was a really great play. Um, Luke Albrecht came in the game late, and he did a nice little in-and-out move and did this sort of contorting his arm layup. It was an and one. It was a really great play. Got the bench going. Everyone was going. This is by the time we were really hitting our stride. We were going like this 12 nothing run. It just capped off the arms. A great, great play, and it's something that awesome. hopefully Luke can get doing more, getting downhill, using both hands to finish, and getting in ones. And I noticed his free throw shooting got a lot better from last year. He looked more, much more confident when he stepped to the line. So that's a very encouraging sign from him, especially because he's a junior. Still got one more year to go. That's amazing. And then my second part of that is, would you ever think about bringing things to the game to record? Like either your thoughts or the noises, the background, etc., to like add in more instead of just you talking, but add more of that ambiance of game. I remember like a really good line. I can probably think back to when I said it and why it happened. Like yeah. I remember last year, one of my favorites was um, oh the um, the junior squad because last year when we were juniors, he put on an all junior team on the floors: Richie, James, Mike, Bobby, and Jack, and they just started going to town on this one team. I think it was Howell. They started to just eviscerate them. I'm like, wow, the juniors have such good chemistry because we always used to play AU together. It was us. I was part of the team, and it was them. So I'm like, wow, the junior squad's has And I thought back to that play because Richie did a spin move and then dish it off the Bobby. Bobby laid it in. It was a great move. So I can remember like what you I do. said. You really have a good memory. Yeah. For that so kind of stuff. so if but if it was another game where I wasn't really announcing, then I'd probably you know write something down. I remember the football games. I remember when we played when we played SJV for football. We got killed, but I had a long list of notes of what was going on. Cause I, I got to sit in the press box with the announcer to spot him and help him out. So I had a note list of notes of what was going on. I usually go back and figure out, oh, like, oh, bad pass. I remember, like, oh, maybe it was, like, a tough screen pass. It didn't go through or something like that. So right. pass, I remember, like, oh, maybe it was, like, a tough screen pass. It didn't go through or something like that. So right. definitely I keep track of stuff. I have a good memory. I can kind of pick out what happened, maybe add a little dramatic flair to it if I was writing or talking about it. That's uh, that's amazing. That that I think that's huge. Like I think about the, um, I, I just because I knew we were prepping for uh, we were coming to do this today. Yesterday I was I saw a piece. Trey Wingo mm -hmm. was on ESPN doing one of his pieces, and I love the way that he does his sports broadcasting because like he's got his own radio station which they also film I'm sorry his own radio channel that he films mm -hmm. and then he's got his piece on ESPN at some point and the guy just looks like he's got one of those minds that you can see like 
He's a stat-focused guy. He's a, a moments guy. Like he remembers those individual things. Yeah. Like this happened in this game of that stuff. I think that that ability to grasp those particular plays yeah. and store them for later is huge yeah, asset for you for doing this. Yeah, yeah, I, I love doing that because I remember I always like talk. It started off on the right way because on the second play the the game. Uh, North's quarterback threw a pick right to Tyler. I'm like, wow, yes, this is going to be a great day. And then we just started driving, and Vinny walks into the end zone holding the football out. I'm like, this is going to be a good day. They're going to end up their career on a win. Like, it's those moments that really define the game because that was a terrible moment for North, a great moment for us. Right. And that carried us to a great first half that we had. Right. So it's, and I think picking out those moments and being able to talk about them as they should be talked about is crucial, especially for broadcasting. I think so. I, I completely agree with you. And I, I listened to a bunch of podcasts. And I, and the thing that I realized is I was trying to explain podcasts to my 100-year-old aunt. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm like, do you remember radio when you actually used to sit down and you listen to news broadcasters or whoever was reporting on the war or this thing that happened? Like, the energy that news broadcasters on the radio used to put towards the news mm-hmm. is the way that podcasters talk today. Because... Back then, that's what they had. Like back then, that's what they had. Like you're a news broadcaster. Your passion was the news. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you're like, how do I get clicks? How do I get more viewers? How do radio stations didn't care? Like they cared about listeners, mm-hmm. but an individual announcer didn't care that oh today we had a hundred thousand viewers and yesterday we only had ninety three thousand. Where did those seven thousand go? Nowadays, you know these guys are like, how do I get more clicks? How do yeah. I get more views? How yeah. do I get all that stuff? And I think the passion has been lost from radio and it's going into podcasting yeah. because you can jump off and do your, you individual Danny D can go off and do something that you're passionate about and you don't have to care about the rest, what the rest of the world is doing. You can focus yeah, on yours course. and just have as many viewers as, as yeah. you can tap into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I think it's because you can focus on a specific interest and then you get that audience and all you have to focus on is building that audience, not worrying about an audience at large that may have different interests, may have different focuses than that. So if you pick one topic, it's easier to just build your fan base based around that topic. Absolutely. And even from that, absolutely. And even from that, once you have your fan base and they love you for being you, you can start integrating other things that you're passionate about. And because they love you, they don't care if you go off on a tangent. Like I think about like the Walter Cronkites and like the old school news guys that they, if they ever went off of news, everyone's like, what's going on here? We have no idea because they were so specialized. But here you can be like, one day you can be interviewing a sports person and the next day you're like, well, this amazing thing happened in school and I want to interview, you know, this, you know, Michael Dunn, who, yeah, he's one of our football players, but Michael Dunn also just did X, Y, and Z for his AP Lit class and yeah. you got to talk about yeah. this thing. Yeah. And you can build, like, you can overlap mm-hmm. those two, two kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, like I listen together. to Elvis Duran in the morning on yeah. the way to school every day. And yeah, yeah. It's cool because they just talk about something new every day. Like, yeah. They had Camila Cabello on today. Like, yesterday we were talking about, like, lies your parents told you and they like had people call in and say, "Oh, uh, are you allowed to swim after you eat?" Fifteen minutes later, yeah, it's, it's so. Fifteen minutes later, yeah, it's it's so random and crazy, but that's cool because they're you like them because they're celebrities, not so much because there are radio personalities. They talk about cool stuff. You like hearing what they have to say about everything. That's exactly right. And they um, and that Elvis Duran is a great example. Is actually the person I was thinking of when I was doing this because he now has such a huge following oh, that yeah. it doesn't matter what his radio show does that day. Everyone knows that something good is going to happen at some point and they're going to enjoy it. And even if it's a slow day, I'm coming back tomorrow because they always produce good quality. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So side tangent on that. I actually was on the Elvis Duran show. You called in? I called in. Wow. So they had, oh God, this is, 
like my second year teaching. Yeah, it was like my second or third year teaching. And it was like the first super cold day of winter. Yeah. And they put um, Greg T out on the streets of New York to see whether or not hot water or cold water would freeze first. So it was like, whatever it was, it was like 25 degrees. And they had this poor guy on the streets of New York for like four straight hours trying to get to see if hot water or cold water would freeze first. And so being a chemistry teacher, they're like, what do you think, people? We want your opinion, blah, blah, blah. So I call up and I say, I'm a chemistry teacher. I know the scientific reason of which one's going to do which. And so scientifically, hot water will freeze first because there's no gas inside of the water. Cold water freezes slower because you have to cool the gas molecules and then the water actually yeah. will cool itself. So I call in and I say exactly what I just said to you. I'm like, well, the cold water has gas dissolved in it. So it's not gonna cool, it's not gonna cool down as fast. I said the hot water has no gas, and so Elvis goes, "Well, I guess I must be cold water because I got tons of gas." <laughs> Everyone starts cracking up. I get hung up on, and I'm like, "Wait, what just happened here?" So it was like, and a whole ton of my students heard it because they apparently more like a couple of buses played the Elvis Duran show oh, wow. on the ride into school. And so my students are hearing because they apparently more like a couple of buses played the Elvis Duran oh, show wow. on the ride into school. And so my students are hearing me jump on there at whatever, 6.45 in the morning. Um, and so I was, I, I'm like, I'm so stupid. So I've never called into a radio station since. But combine that towards the end of that four hours. The, so what will happen is the hot water will cool, will freeze all the way through first. But the cold water will crystallize on the surface first. So Greg T's out there and he calls and he reports back. He goes, just want to let you know, the cold water has now frozen on the top. And Elvis Duran goes, well, I guess that chemistry teacher's a real moron because he didn't know what was going to happen. I'm like, no! Ah. I'm like, and I tried calling back in. They were on the, they had switched the, to the next person. I was like, no! That, ah. like, so it was my embarrassment of Elvis Duran. Oh, Greg T's not even on that show anymore. He, Seriously? He left for 103.5. Oh, his own show now. Yeah, I was listening. Like, oh, they were playing his greatest moments like when he went out in the middle of a freeway or something with like a office chair through everything yeah. but he made a ton of money oh, of course doing all that yeah, stuff he, I mean he's about 40 now so he's about my age yeah. and he's still Greg T the frat boy like yeah. he he took yeah. that from intern straight through the career oh, yeah. and everything yeah he has his own show it's it's not as good as Elvis Durant but it's a good listen to hear Greg T again yeah, yeah. Scary Jones is probably like the new Greg now oh so he has to get he still does the phones taps and he does like the they always like make fun of him, like scary. What do you think? He's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. And then they got Froggy still. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Nate's in the hospital still. He had a stroke. Oh, I don't know. That's that. Oh, about straight. the time that Froggy came on was about the time that I stopped uh, yeah. listening to it. Yeah, they have Straight Nate, Straight Nate, Froggy, um, Gandhi, Danielle, Elvis. Yeah, they're all all wacky. Yeah, that ball, the jingle ball. They were talking about that this morning. But that's how they get, you know, that those kinds of crazy they personalities. personalities yeah. is what it is. Yeah. You know, that's how they they keep you coming and listening yeah, and, and tuning back in every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, so listening back in every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's come back to your podcast. So with your podcast, so you're talking about you. Your focus is you talking about the games. Mm-hmm. How often are you going to bring in guests and and people like that? Well, I'd love to bring in. Because it's originally started because I wrote an article about girls soccer and I wanted to, I interviewed Coach Barry and I was like, it's so hard to record it and then transcribe it and then write it again. It'd be great if I just did a podcast and just yeah. listen to it. And I'm like, I'm going to make it a podcast after I write this article. And I'm like, why don't I just make my 
column of podcasts where I just talk because then it saves me the time. Yeah. So I'd love to do, you know, maybe I'll just be in here alone, talk about the games, or maybe I'd bring in a coach, or I mean, I'm friends with all these kids, I'd bring in a player, say you want to be in my podcast. I think just the way to get that to go to where he needs to be is you need to get a following. So right. it needs to be it needs to hit the mainstream. People need to be listening. And I think it starts with talking about sports that everyone goes to. Like if I started in the fall, maybe it could have had a good start because everyone goes to the bowl games. But I think right. hockey's a good outlet now and especially our boys and girls basketball, they're really they've always been good. Absolutely. Yeah. I think also you're I mean, this is the prime time to do it in the school because we have a lot of really unique situations happening right now. We have um Reese Fahey, I think it's yeah, her name. Yeah, going to Oregon for the national. Yeah, I mean, she's a yeah. freshman. Yeah, she's and, insane. And she's running, and she went to Oregon, and she came in like 64th in the nation. And yeah, I'm like, she's incredible. And she's incredible. Like, yeah. we don't, we never have that. We have um, a female hockey player in this school. Yeah. We have, she's a sophomore, and, you know, she decided not to join the team this year because she's doing her club sports. Yeah. But next year, she's looking to join the team. Yeah. Like, how many schools can say, nowadays that they cannot they have a female hockey player we have a fencer we have like we have all these uh, really abby malik is rowing yeah yeah, yeah I, that's right abby's yeah. doing rowing and she's going to, to bucknell for yeah, that yeah so uh yeah so like you have a lot of really like unique talents right now where it doesn't have to be oh hey here's danny d this the football announcer who's doing announcer who's doing like the major there's all these little interviews that yeah. you could be doing and talking about these people yeah um, especially yeah. female wise i mean the females are killing oh, yeah, it in this school yeah uh, girls, but i mean girls basketball is always the but they're always good and then you got bowling's bowling's always pretty good i talk yeah. i know a couple people on bowling yeah i think if i can't make the games let's say then i can say all right well maybe it's not gonna be a game day it's gonna be an athlete day talk yeah. about an athlete talk to a coach yeah if they're not busy i think that's a good way to stagger it if i can't make everything Absolutely. Yeah, because I'm just one guy. Well, that's exactly yeah. right. And, and you, as I, I do a lot of podcast listening, and I and the thing they talk about all the time is they'll interview a whole bunch of people or a whole bunch of things real fast and then just put one out as they, like, oh, I've got a gap. I couldn't make it to a game. i got to fill a gap. I'm yeah. going to put in this interview that yeah. I did with this person mm-hmm. and talk about yeah, this thing. Yeah, it sounds like a good plan because yeah. you always have stuff in reserve. Exactly. And you just kind of break it up. So even, because also to the point, I mean, you're a senior, it's December, I'm sure all your college applications are done. Mid-year, exa- you know, exams coming yeah. in, you've got to yeah. worry about that. So if you can't be going to every game, game. doing everything, yeah. and then coming back and coming, like, listening yeah. to your audio and editing if you need to edit and doing all that kind of stuff, yeah. it's a lot of I time. I mean, yeah, I have yeah. track, and then I have all my AP classes. All my college apps are done, but I'm still pretty busy. And I usually always go to the basketball home games because I do the announcing there. So yeah. I think besides basketball, I'm not going to be able to make too many other things. I'll probably try to get to a hockey game at some point. Right. I'll ask Mr. Namadi if I can announce it even, which would be nice. to be a nice change of pace. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. And I also I also go to the NJSIAA meetings because I'm a oh, school student rep. So oh, that's awesome. When it comes to like what's the inner workings of the State Athletic Association, I kind of have an in. They have these seminars at Rutgers. I'm going yeah. to one in January. Again, we had our first session in September. And it's really cool. They, it's more education than it is policy, but they talk about policy. They talk about how playoffs are seeded. They talk yeah. about injuries. The injury policy, they had a really good debate on should homeschool kids be allowed to play injuries. The injury policy, they had a really good debate on should homeschool kids be allowed to play. We had a good good debate between all the reps from all over the state. I'm one of the only kids from the Shore Conference. There's a lot of kids from North and South, not yeah. really the coast. So I think I brought a cool perspective to that, and I'm close with um, the president, Ms. McGuire. So I think that's a really good thing I have, too, because I, not, I don't just watch the sports. I actually know what goes into 
competition here in New Jersey. That's really awesome. I didn't even know there were student representatives. Yeah, those they, have, they have the ambassadors, which are like the higher level positions. These kids have been doing it for years, and they have the reps they bring in every year. And because of my announcing, they brought me in as a rep because they all like know me from announcing. They've had right. me announce some like games that aren't even for South, but we hosted them, like the girls across state semis I did for the Athletic Association because yeah. they hosted it here. We got we won the bid to have it here, so that's how I got close with them. They give me all these free stuff at school, bottles and shirts and bags and books and nice. Yeah, it was fun. So, what's the future? So, you're a senior now. I, I got a couple of questions for you, but the first is, what's the next step? What are we doing in June, J- September? What's what are you doing post high school? Um, probably in college. I don't know where yet. Um, still waiting to hear back from schools. What's your first choice? Um, I really like the school. It's called Hamilton College in upstate New York, but my mom hates it because it's in the middle of nowhere. Okay. I'm not much of a city guy. Like, I wouldn't really go to school in the city. Like, I saw Fordham. I liked it. But the thing is, like, the campus is great, but outside the campus, it's like the Bronx. And I, just yeah. can't, I just can't do the city. Yeah. Um, I heard back from Hofstra in Long Island. They said I got on Boston College, another one I really like, and um, College of the Holy Cross in Massachusetts, yeah. too. So we'll see what happens. I'll weigh my options. Definitely want to do something with journalism, communications, English, something like that. So that was going to be my question. Is it, is it journalism? Is it sports, broadcasting? Like, what do you think? I mean, I, have, I, I love sports. It's always been my passion. But I also really love to write and read and do all that stuff. So I don't know. Like, I can't see myself being – I really – I can't see myself being a broadcaster, but I can also see myself being, like, a professor or an orator or okay. a speaker. So we'll see what happens. But I feel like wherever I take myself – Pathwise, I'll work hard and get it done somehow. Absolutely, I remember. Uh, was it last year? Was the post poetry out loud contest? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that again. Yeah, I know that's coming back. I know your English teachers are doing it, but um, yeah, I mean, you have great poise for that kind of thing. Great yeah. poise for the public speaking. Um, very obviously, you don't mind hearing your own voice coming back at you. Yeah. Uh, or speaking in front of a large group of people. A huge monologue for that was Brutus, so I had to memorize the entire like um, orchard scene took a long time to memorize but I was proud of the fact that I was able to get through it in rehearsal without ever asking for a line and that was and I heard that from you someone uh, Mr. Yeah, Kamula said that he says you were the only person in the play who never once asked for a line during rehearsals yeah uh, which is amazing because I heard you had a lot to I, say a lot, I, yeah big role I, I'm Mr. Coase, I really put a lot of faith in me giving me such a big role for my first play, but I... That was going to be my next thing. It's like, this was your first South performance, too, right? I had him in drama last year, and he was trying to, like, get me to recruit recruit me for the play. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. But I'm like, you know, I'm going to give try something new, give it a shot. And I showed up, he gave me Brutus, and I want to make him proud. I want to make all my other cast and crew proud, and I feel like we did a good job. It was a really fun experience. I heard the play was an absolute... Yeah, it was great. It was great. And um, I'm definitely going to support them in the musical. I can't sing or dance, unfortunately. But I'm gonna. I told Mr. Kozak, whatever you need me to do, whether tech can sing or dance, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna. I told Mr. Kozak, whatever you need me to do, whether tech crew or publicity or whatever. Yeah. Put them on the podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll spread the word. I'll be. A, I want to be a part of it because I love those kids. They're all my friends. And, it's amazing how much of a family the drama. Yeah. No. Yeah. Happens. Definitely. It's just like it's just like a sports team, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's nothing, no question. There's no difference. Like I can go out. We actually went out for Chipotle with the guys for drama, and then. I mean, I drop them for basketball, and then, like, we go to Monmouth Diner for the play, and it's, like, no difference in yep. camaraderie and yep. friendship and all that stuff. So it was great. Yeah, it is very much like a team sport. Yeah. I absolutely yeah, agree with that. I've never really heard about like, like, thought about it like that, but you're absolutely right. The, yeah. the level of camaraderie yeah. and, and the passion, it's a family. It's really what it is, and that's what a team yeah. is at the end of the day. Um, so my next question is, um, so you're leaving in six months. Mm-hmm. 
leaving, I'm sorry, our building in six months. What do you want your legacy to be as all the seniors? I want people, I'm, I don't That's know what I, mean. I don't know How if I'm going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. I don't know if they give that to announcers. But um, I want people to be like, man, I wish Danny D was still here. That's what I want because of all the stuff I do for the announcing and how hard I've worked in the classroom to put myself in a great position, all my success. Hopefully they update that wall of fame, the AP wall of fame, because I should be up there someday. Well, they just did it. I just checked. I was actually down there filming. They, they put they put new names up. The new names up. The people who were announced at that football game. Uh, I forget which. No, 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 not the Hall of Fame. The Wall of Fame, like the AP and SAT Wall of Fame. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah. I thought you meant the. the no, the, yeah, I saw yeah. that. I saw No Sean up yeah, there. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course they're gonna put him on there. But yeah. um, no, I want to. I want to. People remember me not just as the announcer. But I want them to remember me as a great student because that's what I. That's what I think I'm most proud of. That I was able to be a great student and work really hard. I'm not. The smartest guy in the room by any means, but I feel like I really put forward my best effort here, and I want people to remember me as a hard worker, someone who wasn't afraid of the spotlight, wasn't afraid of my best effort here, and I want people to remember me as a hard worker, someone who wasn't afraid of the spotlight, wasn't afraid to be a, take on like tough responsibilities, wasn't afraid to be a huge part of the school, and I want them to, to miss me. I want them to ask themselves, like, man, what would we have done if Danny D wasn't here? There's a great quote by um, Cato the Cato the Elder huge history nerd he was like i'd rather people ask why i have no monument than why i have one and i'd rather Ooh, yeah so, that's a really great so, quote yeah so i want people to think that of me i want them to be like why don't we have like a statue for danny why don't we have a danny d day yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a little ambitious but like that's that i want is that, a i want ambitious i want that legacy here i want them to really remember me as someone that was a big part of the south community did a lot for the school. That's awesome. That's a that's a great thing to, to keep continue yeah. to strive for. Yeah. Um. I think it would be fantastic if uh, a student announcer was in the athletic hall of fame. I think it's it's a standard we have to set. Get in there for track, or maybe you'll get in there. Yeah. Be the first guy with the the announcer on his. I mean, that if nothing else, you have that going for you. You're the first student ever to have an announcer. Yeah. Varsity letter from Middletown South. Yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, so my next one is so you have a younger brother. Yeah, Tristan. I have two younger brothers actually. One's in Thompson. Thompson. Oh, well, Tristan's here, and I know Tristan. So, yeah. so you're gonna have two. So you are. So you're establishing yourself as this yeah. large entity in the yeah. school. Yeah. How are you helping your brothers establish something for themselves that's separate yeah. from well, the Danny D? They're very life? different than me. I mean, they're they're both very bright. They're they're very smart, and um, Tristan's like charismatic, but I wouldn't think he's a public speaker that I am. But he's okay. very. He's very charismatic. Like I'd like he to is. think of it, I can't dance, but Tristan can really dance. Like he's oh, okay. such, he's just such naturally has great footwork. I think that's like the definition of what separates us. Like I'm more like awkward, maybe more traditional, clunky, but he's so smooth. Nice. And I think that's his personality. He's much more of like smooth. Nice. And I think that's his personality. He's much more of like a socialite. He's much better off in, I wouldn't say better off in social situations. He's much more comfortable. Okay. He's it's like he's very smooth, and I think that's what he's. He's bringing like a nice guy mentality. Like he, everyone really likes him. He's very um, outgoing. Yeah. He, I mean, obviously he has to deal with like being Danny D's little brother, but he makes a name for himself. Like he just got nominated for this thing. Like they bring sophomores to this. Yeah. The, yeah. He's the Hobie thing. I mean, he's going to that. I think that's a testament to how good of a person he is in his own right. I mean, he's not just in awesome. my shadow. He's someone who's different, unique. He's not a public speaker, but he's more of just a great all-around person. I think he's more well-rounded all-around than I am. And then Carmine, he's probably the best athlete of the three of us. He's a great 
basketball player, probably even better baseball player. And he's he's a real he's probably the jokester. He's got the best jokes. Nice. And he's um he's also the kid that has to put up a lot. He's I'm like fun of him because of um he, got, he was the only one who had to get his tonsils out. Okay. He had to get like tubes in his ears. So he's like been to the doctor more times than we can count. But this kid likes works really hard, and he's um awesome. I think he's all, he's got that hard worker mentality. Like Tristan's like the smooth guy, the funny guy, the chill guy. Carmen's like the hard worker, the serious one. Nice. Like the, he complains a lot, but I don't think that is a negative thing. I think that is someone who always wants things to be good for himself. Like he, okay. He complains in a way that he wants it to be good for himself. So that's how they establish themselves. They're they're their own people. Good. Yeah, they're Danny D's little brothers, but they're not, they're Tristan D and Carmine D. Yeah, and, and at some point you're gonna have to deal with this too. That you're gonna come back in two years when your brother's getting ready, to, when Tristan's getting ready to graduate, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, you're Tristan's brother," and you're gonna be like, "Yeah, no, 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 he's my, he's my brother. Yeah, exactly. like, Tristan's Danny D's brother." Yeah. Like that's the way it they're, works. they're all gonna, they're all gonna remember him because my grade and the juniors are gonna be gone. Yeah, but I'm, I know all Tristan's friends. They're all like, they all know who I am. Grade and the juniors are gonna be gone. Yeah. But I'm, I know all Tristan's friends. They're all like, they all know who I am. Like, they're like, Danny D. Nice. Yeah. I don't even know where I got that nickname. It's just kind of stuck. It's perfect for yeah. your announcement role. Yeah. Uh, so two two things, because I know we're running. We have like a minute left. Yeah. Uh, one is, who's succeeding you next year? I don't know. They haven't figured that out yet. I haven't figured it out. I don't okay. know who it was going to be. But whoever it is, I'll... I'll take them on my wing, like in my apprentice. Awesome. Yeah, we have to. We only have a couple months. So we got to yeah. find someone yeah. to take over yeah, that role for next year. Yeah. Um, and lastly, is there anything else you want to add? Any last minute comment? Last comment for the good of the order. I thought it was a great, great podcast. You know, I felt like I was able to speak openly and candidly, and um, I have a lot of fun. I want to do this again. Fantastic. Yeah, I want to do this. Make this a real thing. Awesome. Especially with you, a great partner. Thank you for teaching oh, me the ropes. We really appreciate the opportunity. My pleasure. And you're sitting in our very. <laughs> awful podcasting booth right now but we have all the equipment has been ordered and it's on its way and it's going to be a nice little awesome. space in here right. so thanks guys. thank you for listening to the interview with Danny D um, just a reminder that if you're interested in learning more about uh, some of the other students that we have done interviews with not everything is podcasted sometimes we just post directly to our Facebook page or our Instagram page. So you can check us out at facebook.com slash MidSouthShines. That's M-I-D-D-S-O-U-T-H-S-H-I-N-E-S. MidSouthShines. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at MidSouthShines as well. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you in our next episode.